guys, welcome back to the Non-Immigrant Student Podcast. Um, I'm here again. My name is Tolu. If you're new here, my name is Tolu Lopayesta. I'm your host. And this is season two, episode 11. Um, and today's topic is landing a job. I'm McKinsey and Google with Grace, Imanario and me, of course. <laughs> so today I'm also a guest on this podcast because... Uh, we, I and Grace have decided to share our stories, um, our job <laughs> hunting stories. For me, mine, I really don't have much to mine, but we'll find out. Maybe <laughs> I do have a story to tell. <laughs> but anyway, um, so this season two has been the longest season I've ever done. For most of you who have been here from the start, I know, uh, I know you're p- pretty much probably offended that um, I've been AWOL for a long time. But I'm back now, and I guess that's all that matters. This is the second episode I'm recording this year before I go into season three. So I want this particular episode to wrap up season two because season two has been while I was still in school, bringing on my friends who came here to school. Most of those people who have interviewed on this podcast now have jobs. And now I also have a job. Woohoo! Insert standing ovation for Jesus. <laughs> And so my next season three, this is like um, a preamble. Um, I want my season three to be about my career, my faith, and probably the rich auntie lifestyle God has finally brought me into. Amen. Can I get an amen, Grace? Amen. <laughs> and has brought us into. So guys, without much further ado, let's jump into it. So before I introduce myself, I would like Grace to introduce herself. For most of you who already follow the Non-Immigrant Student Instagram page, you all know Grace. I have people telling me, how is Grace? Like, calling her. You guys are even on a first-name basis with her because you guys see her on a lot of my stories and on posts. Um, so I'll let her introduce herself. So Grace, can you tell us who you are and what the Lord <laughs> has done for you? Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Tolu, for having me. Um, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Grace Imanerio, and I am born and raised from Rwanda mm-hmm. in Kigali. So my country, a lot of people say Rwanda. Yeah. It's actually Rwanda. Rwanda. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also um, a student here at Cornell University graduating yes girl yes <laughs> graduating in in, uh, in less than seven days yeah and i was i was also doing the same program as tolu the engineering mm-hmm. management and um i am the last born in my family but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't say that i give last born vibes am yeah. i right tolu? yes girl no i oh, okay okay oh, let's let you have that <laughs> Yeah, she's the last of four and, girls. Um, I'm the first of five girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I did my undergrad uh, <clears throat> here in the U.S. And I did my undergrad in Pennsylvania where I was pursuing the computer science program. And I was minoring in, I had two minors doing mathematics and innovation entrepreneurship. This is pretty much a long intro, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, to lose one of my besties yes girl hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Queen>. yes <laughs> so thank you grace for that introduction and also um i always ask my guests to 
recount how we met. But before we get into that, I also want to tell them what I know about you. So a fun fact is that both of us were born on the same day, same time, same year. <laughs> well, the time is arguable because I was like, I was born on 5 p.m. on a good Friday in 1996. And when we checked, she checked with her mom. Her mom was like, yes, you were born at 5 p.m. But it's still so surreal to believe. So we just keep it that we're born on the same day and same, same year. And same same year. year. I remember the day we found our, our friend, Beryl, shout out to our Ghanaian sister, Beryl. Mm. Um, she was videoing us. I would, I would post that video one day, but I looked too ratchet in that video. And you should have seen me. I was like, no, bring your passport. Let's check our passport. Hey, and then we brought our passports and we saw we're actually born on the same day. So we turned 26 about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, I never posted those pictures, but I will because there's a particular post where we were before we blew out our candles on cake where we asked, where we, where we wished for six-figure jobs. Hey. <laughs> Not that candles grant answers to prayers, no. but you know what I mean, you know? So, you know. <laughs> So, so yeah, I will share that um, someday. And yes, also, Grace, in her humble self, refused, forgot to tell us that her GPA is 4.1. You know, I will keep singing this. I'll be 4.2. She broke the scale, guys. So, for those of you that don't know, in an Ivy League university, our grading system is over 4.3 rather than over 4.0 because, like, A plus, our A plus is, like, 97 to 100. A is, what, 93 to 96, and A minus is 90 to 93. So, that's a pretty um, ambitious grading system. And... Before me, in, in my presence, I have someone who has gone above 4.0. Guys, do you have friends like that? Do you? Show yourselves. <laughs> if you do, can you? Nobody can stand by me. I have a friend that's 4.1. Please don't ask me what's my own GP. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but I'm so proud of her. And also, something else Grace didn't say, she is the musician. So, in short, I think she's a multi-potentialite, multi-talented. But, you know, she's just here wearing her red sweater, acting like she doesn't know who she is. Anyway, she's a drummer. She's a keyboardist. She sings. Like, guys, she has seven over 7K views on her YouTube single, on her YouTube video. Someday, she plans to host concerts in different countries. You guys, pull up when that time <laughs> comes. <Nigeria>. Yes. <laughs> and also, Grace loves Nigerian movies. Yes. Can you guys believe that she has watched... I think she knows the only movie she hasn't watched on Netflix. Which yes. one's Oluture and... Oluture and... Uh, Swallow. But your family ones have not watched. <laughs> you guys, when Blood Sisters came out, Grace made me... So she was at my house that night. She made me watch it with her till 4 a.m., guys. Although she's lucky that it was a good one. You know, I was really waiting for them to disappoint me. And funny enough, those people... You know, that shout out to one. the whole cast and crew of Blood really Sisters. Yes, yeah. it was good. And then we watched it together. So Grace has made me... Has rekindled my love and hope in Hollywood anyway. <laughs> And yeah, so that's that's something about her. So now I'll ask how we met. Do you remember the first day we met? Yes. Okay, uh, yeah, so share your I will story. share that. So I so Tolu started school in twenty twenty, as mm-hmm. many of you already know, but mm-hmm. I started in the fall twenty twenty one. So I remember when I was in data analytics class. <laughs> Our was class. Or my was class. And my Niger sister did not come on time. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. But it was like, you know, and then she came. Surprisingly, she sat right next to me. Yeah. And I was like, are you, are you Tolu? No, I'm sure as a lie. I know that I talked to you first. It's me who asked you, are you oh, Tolu? Okay. Because, because I was like, I'm sure this is probably Tolu. Because, yeah. no, if I tell you guys, she was the one of the people who were very active in the group chat and, um, welcoming new students which i was like i have to meet this person <laughs> and uh so when after class 
you know, your girl <laughs> likes pictures and I like pictures and I like to take pictures. She was like, Grace, I need to take pictures if you're not in a rush. Can you help me? Yeah, I had like a few, uh, like few minutes before I start. I go to work and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I started taking pictures of her and taking videos of her as we were chatting and laughing. I was like, yeah, this is it. This was the beginning of a long lasting yes, friendship. friendship. <laughs> Yes, I remember that day I just walked into class. I even wore my non-immigrant student shirt. I think I was excited that school was resuming in person after yeah. I'd been like I online. I remember too. And so Grace says she can't remember. But during our orientation, April 1st of 2020, just before, just around the time the pandemic had gone into full swing. And we had an orientation online with Cornell. And I had seen her name. I was like, this name definitely sounds African. There was another name to Chloe. And I shout out to you, Chloe. Um, and I was like, okay, I know Chloe already. I had met her prior to them, but like over the phone. I was, so I messaged Grace via the Zoom chat. I was like, hi, Grace, where are you from? Your name looks African and all that. She said she's from Randa. But I messaged too late. So I guess we never picked up that conversation. But I kept asking my... Um, program coordinator that there's a girl named Grace. When is she coming to the program? She, oh. she kept telling me that you deferred. Cause to me, I was looking forward to seeing cause we're the only black girls in our, you know, that were admitted into this program at that time. But anyway, when I saw you first in class, I was like, hmm, this is another black girl in class. Let me sit beside her. And I mean, there was space beside you and I sat and I think we turned to each other. Whether I asked you what, what was the woman saying in front? Go forgive me. You know me. I don't like that professor for anything. And she will not be laughing when nothing is funny. What you're teaching, we don't even understand and you're laughing anyway so before you know that's how we met and then we became friends we started going to see well i was at my church and then you started to come to our church um his tabernacle as well yada, yada 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 and now this is us but before we um fully kick into um why how we got our jobs the path that has led us here um i shared in the formal invite i sent to you that um we shared the same faith. We've shared so many moments here on campus. Yes. We've shared so much fun, so many fun times, so much laughter, so much support. We've shared tears. Yes. We've shared. Yes, I know. We've shared so much. And I was like, wait, I think I just knew you for two semesters, right? But yeah. it feels like it has been longer than that. And I am grateful today. And that's one of the reasons why I'm also very nervous to record this episode. Guys, I'm, I'm scared that tears might be shared today on this episode. But <laughs> because right. it's it, <laughs> not a safe space. Hey. <laughs> But it's a very reflective episode, also because we're graduating in, um, what, eight days? Sorry, five less, days. Less than seven days. Exactly. And you're going to Boston, I'm going to New York City. Although I know that this doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, long-distance relationship is what I do best. So it's not like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any fear of it or anything, but yeah. it's just still very, <clears throat> it's just still a very remorseful time, you know, just thinking about how far we've come how Cornell has been. I still remember the day we went for a party. And shout out to Maxim and Jabs. You know, all these Jabs yeah. party we used to go for, the Black People's Party. And then we had to do an assignment that was due or something. And because, and for me, I have a bad habit that if I hate a class, like, I don't really care. And because I'm also someone who doesn't care too much for grades all the time, so I'm like, I don't like this class. I'm, I can't do anything about it, you know. I was just dragging my feet. And we got to the party, but Grace said, let's take our laptops. We asked the host to please let us into his room and do the assignment. <laughs> now, I'll sit there playing around. Grace was 
begging me, bring out your laptop. Sometimes Grace will help bring out my computer to do my own assignment. I'm like, hey, where do they get friends like this, please? So, God, how am I just meeting her in my master's? I needed you during undergrad. She was really trying to help me, and you could see me there not even caring about the world, you know, and all that. So, thank you for being a very good support system to me during my time here. And, okay, exactly. So, okay, let's leave all that. So, tell me, um, what was it like growing up in Rwanda? I know you came here in 2020. Sorry, 2016 mm-hmm. for undergrad at 20. Yes. 20, yeah. Yes. To us, that's late back <clears throat> home. That's, that's very late to come yeah. to school. But what was, so just tell us your story from growing up in Rwanda up until coming to the US at age 20. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people may know the story of my country. So yeah, in 1994, there was a Rwandan genocide against the Tutsi. Mm-hmm. So I was born six years after that. Mm-hmm. So you see memories are still fresh. The country is still healing. Mm-hmm. Even though until this point, the country is still healing and unity is being pushed forward, of mm-hmm. course. But... I, of course, I didn't know what was going on because I was just one or two <laughs> years. But growing up in a country, when I started going to school, I started because um, I went to a school called SOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being with some of the students who lost their parents mm-hmm. and who were living in an orphanage. And I was always curious, be like, how, how, like, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to learn more. Um, so growing up in Rwanda was very fun, but mm-hmm. at the same time, people had to be extra careful. Even until now, people mm-hmm. still have to be extra careful. You know, you just can't go meet a person and be like, hey, how is your mom doing? Or how is you? Don't even know if they have a mom hey. or if they have a dad, you know? Yeah. So it, the conversations were just general. Don't mm-hmm. do not do anything personal. Um, mm-hmm. But growing up with my sisters, yo, I was the boy in my family. Yeah. <laughs> I was a tomboy, like... Pure tomboy. <laughs> Anything with girls and dolls. Mm-hmm. I never enjoyed it. You know, my wow. sister is the one who wanted, hey, mom, get me a doll, get me this one. Me, all I wanted was, hey, now am I going to get a new car, <laughs> a new sword to play with? What? I'm serious, you know? Um, I was, I was, I really wanted to learn. I was a curious kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family was supportive. Uh, mm-hmm. My school was nice. I always wanted to be the first. Mm-hmm. You know, I was competitive. 4.1. Hey, sorry. I was competitive, but I was mm-hmm. also not not that that kind of comp- competition where you become greedy and you mm-hmm. are you are arrogant. You mm-hmm. know, I just especially when things were like usually known to be boys are the first one in in those things. That's mm-hmm. where I wanted to compete. Like mm-hmm. running, I'm like, how comes you are the first in class? I mm-hmm. wanted to be the first one. Yeah. You know, um. So growing up like that, my my parents were supportive. I also spent a lot of time in mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. growing up in Sunday school was one of the best things I've ever done mm-hmm. so that's when I started developing my love for music mm-hmm. listening to different sounds voices mm-hmm. I was like mm, mm-hmm. how, how is it this voice different from this one yeah um but all in all that growing up was really fun I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for my family shout out to them mm-hmm. and um and all of my friends that I got to meet pretty much yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing, Grace. And also, you talking about the genocide just a bit. And when I met you, you told me that Imanario is not your family name, apparently. Yes. So, please, can you explain to us what, why everybody in your family has a different last name? How is that this, possible? It's interesting because <laughs> yeah. in Rwanda, some some of the families, of course, take their father's name, mm-hmm. and the family continues in that way. But for many families, when they give you a name at birth. 
they can give you a first and last name. Mm-hmm. Just random. It doesn't mean that my my mom's last name is not the same. My dad's <laughs> last name is not the same. My yeah. sister's, nobody shares with me the last name. Which I believe for me, I think in the future, I would want to have my kids have my uh, future husband's hey. last name. Mm. But uh, in my family, for some reason, nobody has the same name and it's common in Rwanda. Rwanda. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then, so I know, I think, did you go to boarding school? I, did. I think Ooh, you said you went I to boarding did, school in Rwanda. So what was that like? In middle school, I went to an old girls, mm-hmm. um, middle school, competitive school, mm-hmm. where every, if you're not studying, you're sleeping. Mm. Much. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not sleeping, you're doing work, work. for the week, for the weekend. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, so it was nice. I got to meet a lot of people, a lot of friends, because my school was small. So mm-hmm. that was nice, but I really didn't enjoy it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in high school... Why didn't you enjoy it? I think, you know, so I, I don't know if it's this thing of growing up tomboy. You know, there was mm-hmm. a lot of gossip. So I oh, never really? So you never had a lot of girlfriends? Never, never, no. no. I really? never enjoyed that side of drama. That's the gateway to being a teenage girl. You need to learn to gossip. You and your friends. like it's That's really, like rite of never, passage. I never enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I liked it, but even in school, I used to perform, like, sing, wearing mm. all boys' clothes. <laughs> in an all-girls school? In an all-girls school. Oh, you must in, have been really weird. I'm telling you, in, people who know me in middle school, when they see me wearing mm. dress, high yeah. heels, they're mm. like, hey, God can do your <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering what you said. So Grace too, like I've told her that she has threatened me, but of course I was like, yes, if I get married in Nigeria, of course you're going to come. Yeah. Grace used to tell me that when she, that because of me, she's going to eat spicy food during my wedding. So it might not be funny now, but it's funny to me because every time she comes to my house, she cannot eat stew or, but now these days I start cooking jello fries without too much pepper for her and all that. But yeah. it's so funny that you guys don't eat spicy food and now you're telling me, but yeah. okay, that's. Uh, yeah, and then high school. So in high school, the high school I wanted to go to, mm-hmm. it was so hard to get into its boarding. Mm-hmm. So the boarding part of the school was very competitive. Mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up just being a day scholar yeah. for the first two years. Our mm-hmm. high school is three years, our middle school is three years. Yes. But my, from our last year, you have mm-hmm. to do a national exam. Mm-hmm. My mom knew that I was not going to focus if I was going home. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was still passing in top five of my class. You know, I was Of course you were. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to really pass this national exam. My mom was like... To boarding school then so I went yeah. to boarding school of the same school and it was it was different because my high school was a mixed mm-hmm. school it okay. wasn't only girls which yeah. I enjoyed so yeah. I wanted to learn about different things mm-hmm. it was easy for me to connect quickly with with boys and mm-hmm. be my bros like yeah. that you know um so that was different I really enjoyed it I met my best friends oh. there uh, What's the name was, of the school? Do you mind sharing for yes. Randas that listen? Yeah, so my middle school was Fawe Girls School. My high school was Lise de Kigali. Yes, that's true. I forgot to add. You speak three languages. My, you guys, you, <laughs> I am in the presence of a super being. Yes, tell us. Kieranda, Francais, and Anglais. Yes. Oui, oui, oui. Je, je parle un peu. Oui. <laughs> okay, with the R. <laughs> Yes. yes. Yeah. So at home in my family we speak Kinyarwanda, which mm-hmm. everybody understands Kinyarwanda in Rwanda. And then my second language is French. So mm. all of my middle school, my elementary school was. And look how good your English is. So you learned math in French. I did. 
Jesus Christ. In elementary, elementary <laughs> uh, nursery school and elementary school, everything yeah. was in French. English was just like what, like a subject. And then wow. uh, <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. I know the education system in Rwanda changed in uh, 2008. Okay. Everything okay. became in English. I was like, wow. Can you believe studying biology in English mm-hmm. for the first time? Hey, wow, I can imagine. You guys must be super smart. Honestly, it takes a lot to do that. So, what made you finally come to the US, and why did you come in at twenty, not eighteen, or you know, younger? Yeah, good question. I've always wanted to come to the US. I think mm. it's because I grew up watching American movies. Mm-hmm. You know, watching. I can relate you know, to that. I mm-hmm. wanted, I wanted that experience, mm-hmm. but I also knew that I wanted to go into tech, and I was like, tech in the US is definitely gonna be more advanced than yeah. the one in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. So I finished high school at eighteen, mm-hmm. but our high school is from our school at the time was from January to November. So mm-hmm. it's not like until May that mm-hmm. I can start school mm-hmm. in September. Mm-hmm. Even the following year, I had I was accepted to a competitive program uh, organization called SHICAN. Mm-hmm. And when I was selected, we started learning TOEFL exam, mm-hmm. ACTO. Those yeah. were like dark moments. <laughs> it was hard standardized test. I mm-hmm. don't shout out to you. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Yeah. And then once I was accepted through the whole year when I was preparing for interviews, that's mm-hmm. when I got to go in again like, the following year. So mm-hmm. I finished high school in 2014, mm-hmm. but I started school in 2016. So I pretty mm-hmm. much had like almost two years of a gap year. Yeah, I see. I the see. The things you have to go through. Go <laughs> and I know that you said all the schools you applied, I think you got into, right? Or was that? Oh, that's for grass. Okay, let yeah. me not skip off to that. So I know you okay, You said here you studied computer science. Uh, do you want to shout out to your undergrad college and all yes. that? And shout out to Muhlenberg College in yeah. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. And- over involved yeah. in that school. I know. I was in everything. I was a tour guide in during the summertime. I was a campus delegate. I was mm-hmm. working in the information technology office mm-hmm. as a student help desk, um, lab associate. And you still graduated um, summa cum laude or what? Magna cum laude? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so how did you do? How did you? <laughs> and magna cum laude is what? Three point seven to yeah. Point um, yeah. so yeah. So how were you able to like juggle all of that? even being so involved because that affected me during my undergrad yeah. by the way i went to Kamara university since i'm also a guest ish hey, on this show <laughs> i finished from Kamara university shout out to all the eagles i studied chemical engineering you know nothing techy of that sort but yeah <laughs> but look at us now hey. <laughs> but okay <laughs> Okay, as you were sorry, sorry to okay, continue. So yeah. No, it's you. Say No, I'm done. Yeah, I went to Kamara University, I studied chemical engineering, yada yada yada. I, I was also very involved in school on academic platforms, religious platforms, social platforms. So yeah, I was that girl in all those committees yeah. <laughs> that plan university wide events, you know, smaller scale events and all of that. Um but sometimes my academics did suffer for that, especially for classes again that I did not like. Will be onto chemical engineering, reaction, kinetics, or I don't yeah. remember the name of the class now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my worst class. Um, God saved me from an F. I had a D. And I've never been more prouder to say that <laughs> or to have that kind of grade. <laughs> I really did think I was going to fail. But anyway, look at us now. That's that. my new slogan. Look at me now. Look at me. If I knew <laughs> that God had already sorted me out. <laughs> You asked asked a good question, like, how was I able to juggle that? I think you know me by now. I Mm -hmm. value excellence Mm -hmm. in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. So in school, I knew. I had had a goal Mm -hmm. of having 3.5 and above every Mm -hmm. semester. 
No, I see. At school, it was called being on the dean's list. Mm. So that was my goal. Nice. And then also because I love people mm -hmm. and I love to be involved and to do different things, mm -hmm. I also was like, I have to also be excellent in yeah. those areas. Yeah. So I didn't let one overshadow the other. No, one. Right. So I had, I had to move them at the same time. Mm -hmm. And also just being self-aware of, okay, what can I say not to mm. and not feel guilty about it? Mm. Some events I didn't have to go and okay. I felt fine. Yeah, I was that like, makes sense. I'm going to be studying. Or yeah. some other things I was like, no. Yeah. And I can wait. Yeah. But at the same time, I make sure I don't submit it late. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that makes sense. You know, funny enough, we have very similar personalities. And people who know me that think I have energy. So I think they're two different types of people, too. <laughs> like for me, and I think for you, you're always on your high. I don't, I remember I always used to ask you, are you ever sad? Are you ever angry? Please, can yeah. you be angry for once? So because every time Grace comes, I'm like, okay, get ready for Grace's energy now. She's about to come here and her light's about to fill this room. Can you take it? Because I, I think I've shared on this podcast to how my time at Cornell was some of the darkest times of my life and saddest time of my life. Were you were that constant joy and light. Even a lot of times I refused it. And sometimes Grace would tell me, you're giving me dismissive vibes. I'm like, yes, Grace, I want to be quiet. I want to be at peace. Please don't be shouting now. <laughs> but, she will be like, why are you shouting? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm always telling her, why are you shouting? You know? And I'm sure she probably thought I was being offensive, but I'm, I'm learning to. I used to tell her that I think it's because the joy of the Lord is truly in you. And also, it's also Amen. a thing. <laughs> I say that. For my Ghanaian friends, and sometimes I wish I had the spirit of, you know, Ghanaians and East Africans where they are so laid back. They always, you guys choose peace every day. You know, the, the average Nigerian chooses violence, everything, you know. <laughs> you don't let, don't step on my toes and I won't step on yours, you know. Even though I'm not that kind of, like, crazy person. <laughs> but there are, there are times where my blood is, is definitely hot and I want to, like, give you back, you know, your own medicine. But anyway, um, I said, I said that to say, um, what did I say that to say now? Okay, I said that to say that um, also my experience in undergrad too, I was, I wish I knew how to handle both things better. Like I would, to me, every time I chose an event over my academics, I told myself, academics don't last. But like, if I go for these things, these are experiences. So that's why a lot of people didn't enjoy their time while they were in covering university. Some people might beg to differ, but I did. Like, to me, my undergrad experience was the most wholesome experience of my life. I grew into myself. I found myself and became the Tolu I am today just because I allowed yeah. myself immersed in the environment of Cornell University. Um, and that's why I'm first an ego before a Cornelia. I'm like, hey. please, if you see me already, don't address me as Cornelia. I'm first an ego before a Cornelia. So it's a thing to call graduates yeah. of my school eagles anyway, you know, because we fly high that's and, and we fly hey. high and, you know, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but um anyway um so i'm happy that you had that control over your time and your so and that also ref reflects even when when we're in grad school you know you can get to see it <laughs> yeah so because you're even also so active in church yeah i don't did you ever miss a sunday i don't think did you ever i don't believe so there's hmm. one one day that i was actually sick yeah oh and then another sunday we're being transparent here mm. another sunday <laughs> I think I had to wake up so early and mm -hmm. I overslept. For some reason, I did not hear my alarm. <laughs> you know, church, yeah. That time, so mm -hmm. 10 or 9, 
I think I woke up like 10.30. Me, me the days I don't go to church, I already know the night before that. You should I even know from Friday that I'm not going. <laughs> and I remember the day I think I missed service like just three times. And Pastor Chad was like, did you travel? Welcome back. I'm like, no, I was just away for three weeks. Please, I did not travel. <laughs> but, but anyway, so now that brings us to our grad school journey. Yes. So for you, what was that like? Please tell us. I know you applied to 50 schools, you got into all of them. <laughs> tell us about the funding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so, yeah. I will also say one more thing about my undergrad. Uh, I was also on a full scholarship, which mm. I think the Lord mm-hmm. for, like so much for mm-hmm. because you know schools here in the US are expensive. Tell me about this. So for grad school, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm taking you back to fall 2019, mm-hmm. my first semester of senior year. Mm. I knew that I wanted, I may have wanted to work after graduation, but at the same time, I was like. At some point, I want to do a master's degree. Mm-hmm. So I started applying in the fall. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me see. But prior to that, that summer, you know, everybody, when you do computer science, is like, okay, mm-hmm. you're going to go, you're gonna go into software engineering, software mm-hmm. engineering, software mm-hmm. engineering. I knew that's not where my heart was mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I had to seek God about it. I was mm-hmm. like, Lord, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I want to do software engineering until you tell me this is exactly what I want to do. But mm-hmm. I, I, unless I don't hear anything from you, I need to know what program should I do. Mm-hmm. And this is also to encourage people. Sometimes you feel like you should do what other people do mm-hmm. because that's what's already known. No, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't feel like you know what you're doing, go to the Lord about it. You mm-hmm. know, He really will reveal Himself. I remember crying all night, like every day, be like, God. Time is running over mm. the clock. Am mm. I going to do software engineering or what? And I remember I was on Google. I don't even know I don't even know how engineering management popped on Google mm. search. Mm. It's like engineering management. It was my first time hearing that. Mm. I said, hold up. <laughs> I sat to Google for straight like six hours mm. reading about that program. Mm. And the Lord was confirming this is what you have to study. And, this, mm. and you, you know me. I love technology mm-hmm. and I love leadership. Mm. So I was like, this is it. So I started, I was like, I'm not going to be afraid of schools if it's an Ivy or not. Mm-hmm. If they have that program, I'm applying. Mm. So yeah, I applied to 11 universities mm-hmm. in the US. Let's begin to list it. So yeah, number one. What's, <laughs> what's the first one? I applied to Cornell. Mm-hmm. I applied to Northeastern. I applied to Carnegie Mellon. I applied to Drexel. I applied to Penn State. I applied to University of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I applied to University of Washington, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I applied to... Did I say Penn State? Yeah, you said that right. I say Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. I applied to... Um, oh my gosh, I am forgetting. I applied <laughs> to Stevens Institute in mm-hmm. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's I eight. applied to... Oh, I applied to also one other university in the UK, University of Edinburgh. Nine. I applied to Tufts. Oh, Boston. Yes. Ten. I applied to um, a, a university called Lawrence Technology University. Where is that? Oh, my gosh. Where is that? <laughs> trust me. But look at you now. We don't care. Wait, did you do this for all, and all the programs for engineering management in this 11 schools? Yes. So oh. the majority was engineering management. And if it wasn't specifically called engineering management, it was something close to right. it. Management so like, science. Management information. Mission, information yeah. system management. And you got into like, all 11? I did. Shut up. Wow. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Wow. Like at Carnegie Mellon, I think it was called software management or mm. something. Mm. Yeah, but it was all of the the one mm. at Notre Dame. It was called, I think, um, 
like a STEAM program, engineering, mm. science, technology, mm. in management. And I was like, that, yeah. I'm a so fan. how did you make the decision? Why Cornell? Why did you choose Cornell? To be honest, I started, if we're being honest, mm. I started with the schools that didn't. Oh, and the last one is Syracuse University. Rusty. So that's oh, okay, okay. I started with the schools that were not giving me any financial aid. I was mm. like, okay, you know what? Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, bye. Like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So which ones like, gave you funding? The ones that did not give me funding, mm. like Northeastern, was already yeah. out. I was like, mm-hmm, you're not gonna give me any financial aid, yeah. I mean, no. yeah. And I started just narrowing down. Down. But what of the application fees? So did you get that way? Did you get this wave? See, that one is another testimony. So mm-hmm. I applied to a program called Gem Gem mm-hmm. Fellowship G E M General Consortium something, mm-hmm. and. I really wanted to get a, a scholarship from them because mm-hmm. if you get a scholarship through a school, you mm-hmm. get a full scholarship. Mm-hmm. But because I was already a gem applicant, mm-hmm. I was able to get many applications waived. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's an opportunity. Wow, I'm grabbing. I see. But some of the universities were not waiving it. So yeah. here is something I'm going to tell some people who are applying. Please do. If you see a school that is really pushing forward to application fees, Find an email, send an email and say, hey, I was wondering if the application fee can be waived. Trust me, you're one of the zero point something students who exactly. will send that email and the high trust is going to be, yes, yes. you're waiving it yeah. and they will send you a Exactly. Call. That's what happened to me with Cornell. If I can chip in too, like I wrote this whole email, then I was doing youth service, like we call it in Nigeria. And what was, how much was my salary? Plus, maybe plus, NYC fee plus, how much do I pay me? So let's say I was earning, taking home like 95K per month. Yes, I so converted that to dollars and I'm sure that was not, I can't remember what, maybe the exchange rate was what, 360 at that time. And then I was like, I, I currently earn below minimum wage of their own country. Uh, I, you know, I was very honest. I told them why I wanted to do the program and why um, the application fee of $115 or so was so much. And I applied. And then in less than two days, like 48 hours, I got the response that this has been waived. Use this code yes. when applying. Yeah, pam, pam, pam. Even my Stanford that I didn't get into. So by the way, for most of you that don't know, Stanford was my dream school. And eventually CNN became my dream company. But we'll go to that. We'll go to, we'll go to that. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> And I had to write three essays to get my fee with. And I did it. Like, I was ready to go the whole mile. Because $125 now, when we, t- when we look at it now, it might have been nothing. I mean, we use that to, what, buy groceries. Oh, be- are you not rich? <laughs> are, are we not rich now? Are we not rich? Can we not afford it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This inside joke between me and Grace. <laughs> so... So now, um, and you know, but back then that was a lot of money, and I never wanted to take that to my parents. Oh, I need hundred and twenty-five dollars again, yet again. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Money for so yeah. So definitely you always look paper? exactly. <laughs> so definitely always look into applying yes, fee waivers. Yes. Yeah. Just send an email. Don't you know hmm. what? Don't fail to try. try yeah. And fail. <laughs> okay. That's. <laughs> In Nigeria, we call that an aspire to perspire statement, but it's okay. No. What, wait, what's the original quote? Those who plan, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. I think that's what you're trying to say. Those who, those who fail to plan are planning to fail. Never mind. Those that understand, understand. It's try and fail, but never fail so, to try. Something okay, like yeah, that. something like but that. But yeah, honestly, if you're listening to this and mm-hmm. you are wondering about like graduation application fees or even undergrad, just find an email from the school and ask 
Mm. They may even at least give you some discount because for me, every school was around like $35. Mm. If you multiply that to our have been But honestly, ask them for fee waivers. Yeah. And so we're going to um, wrap this up very soon as part one of this story. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, guys, sorry, the story is long. So before we round up, for this um episode part one of this episode um so do you want to talk about your cornell funding as well so i know both of us got that i think are we the only black people first of all i think in our batch we were the only black people coming in from outside outside. because but cornell undergrads who were converting to a master's degree i think when i came in in fall 2020 there were three of them so we're four then the next semester i think i was the only black person so that's um in spring of 2021 you came in for 2021 2021. then we were me you and joe were the other girl shout out to you jashaya uh african-american sister from brooklyn (laughs) joe star and then we met maxine and i i so we became five black girls and you know let's just let's just shout them out so yes we have black king shamar you know and isabel and every other person who like undergrads at cornell who converted to do the engineering management program by the way i think i've shared why i decided to do an engineering management program so i had a stint at an oil and gas company in short all along i was training to end up in the oil and gas industry in nigeria but eventually after my NYCA, I think I got frustrated that this, that is this what I'm going to be doing? That I don't think any amount of money. So we call all money blood money in Nigeria because money, they, they are really well paid, you know, annually, one of the highest paid industry in my country back then. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I know this is what I've been training for, but it was such a boring job. A lot of administrative, I was in operations, you know, and all that planning and all that. I mean, some days are good, but some days were just bad. I'm like, I don't think it's what I want to do for a long time. And I did, I used to work with a lot much older people than younger people. And I used to have a lot of friends then at KPMG, which is a big four finance firm. Uh, and I was like, I think I want to switch to KPMG. And, you know, people said the experience, if you got experience there, it was solid and all of that. But eventually, I started looking into my master's. I've shared this story before how there was a woman at my company in HSC who was leaving the company to another place. And I had just, I had just joined the company at that time. And I was like, wow, I really, and I was like, I really like this woman. Let me go and ask her before she leaves. What was one advice she had for me? You know, me, I was there thinking this, I was in oil and gas for the next 35 years till I resign. And then I went, I remember going to her desk that day that, Miss So So and So, I know you, I, I can't believe you're leaving. I was just already looking up to you after I joined the company because she onboarded me, um, safety wise, which is a big thing in oil and gas. And she told me, go get a master's out of the blue. Me that I was so sure I was not going to get a master's. My sister had done a master's, but I was like, I don't think it's for me. I want yeah. to stay back and work. And she just told me, go get a master's, no matter what you do. I'm 37 now, and I regret not getting a master's. I see my mates that have gone ahead of me, this, that, that. And usually, I'm not one to take advice immediately. Like, I'm a very teachable person, but I know what I want to do. Like, I will just take your advice and keep it to my left hand and see, okay, does it work for me or not? But that day, it really got me thinking that, ha, this woman felt so deep about it. And I really don't know what took me upstairs to her office today to ask for this advice. And that was how I started exploring master's options. And I decided to do engineering management because, like you said, it was in... It was a merge between leadership and technology as well. Yeah. Not like I knew what the tech industry was going to be or anything, but you know, just ch- going through it, I was like, oh, I can definitely do this. Um, I still get to exercise my leadership personalities, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's how I got into engineering management anyway. And for those of you um, whom I want to know how I got into Cornell, I have a whole episode on that um, of how I got into Cornell. What were we talking about before this segue? Now I've forgotten. 
Remember we entered the German ranges. We were talking about the application. Yes, how we apply to schools. So we were going to ask me about the financial aid. Yes, 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 exactly. So what we're shouting out our black friends. Yes, yes, yes. Let's finish shouting them out before we end this episode. So by the way, Joe got into UBS. That's the very big investment bank. So now we have an investment banker amongst the black people. We call ourselves black queens and kings. So that's for Joe. Two... We have Maxine, shout out to her, who is a software engineer at Facebook, a Meta, Meta now. now. And then we have another software engineer at Twitter. Twitter, Then you have Grace (laughs) at McKinsey, (laughs) the MBB, you know, the big, like, I mean, okay, no, let let me not offend people at BCG and being, please. But those that know, know what I'm saying. We're happy. Exactly. And I have to know. Yes. At Google. Yes. So yeah, so those and, and I'm really proud. If I, yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm the other two people that the other two girls um, who I met before I met you guys, um, Chloe and Barbara. Chloe is also at Meta. She's an RPM at Meta, rotational program. Yeah. I think product manager. So at Meta, and my other friend Barbara is at Accenture. So yeah, the black girls here out here winning. I love hey. to see it. We love to see exactly. It. So let's go back to our funding. <laughs> so okay, yeah, so funding. Yeah. When I came to Cornell, mm-hmm. I received a half scholarship, so mm-hmm. I did not have a full a full scholarship. And when I came to Cornell, I was like, you know what? My goal is to just get that inside news. <laughs> yeah. of, because I feel like every school has internal scholarships that the outside doesn't know. No, so definitely. Like, That's how I'm going to get this one. So mm-hmm. I started talking to Tolu. Mm-hmm. And hey, Tolu, I like this, then this, and this. I'm looking for additional scholarship. And this girl, you know, <laughs> my girl, yes, like, Grace, you gotta know about this scholarship. I say, eh, let me sit down and listen. Yeah. The day she told me about the um, the mm-hmm. IAD scholarship mm-hmm. is the same day I went to talk to the program. of course, as you like, should. Hmm. I was like, <laughs> yes, well, can't can take any talk. And yeah. she was like, yeah, maybe you can send me an email. I was like, no, I need to book something on your calendar now, like now, now, yeah, yeah. So, and then later. It was a lot of back and forth emailing because, of course, the program coordinator mm-hmm. is not in charge of that scholarship. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of like acting like the middleman between yeah. me and the and the um, IAD scholarship. And then I continued to 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 follow up. And let me use this time maybe to advise a few people. Sometimes you send emails about something that you really want and you're mm-hmm. not getting any feedback or you're not getting follow ups. But please set an alarm on your phone mm-hmm. every week, same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven days, every seven days, every seven days. That's how I do it so that you keep in the loop of checking in. Yeah. When they say we'll give you an update, seven days is a good time to check in again. And later I received that um, scholarship that I was able to cover for my spring semester. So yeah. shout out to Tolo, <laughs> Oh, wow. My full God, my name. Please shout out to God. G-O-D, you know. No, but, but shout out to him. Yes. Of course, he knows my heart is up yeah, to him. But definitely. Tolo, if he didn't yeah. talk to me about that scholarship, yeah. I would not have yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and I do feel you on that. You know, one of my favorite quotes too is information is power. And this is something my mom is ringing to my head every day. That like if you have information, like is, is the, like, how, how, how do I say this? I want, I want to say it so it sounds very grandiose. Like information can take you from the least level to the highest level. From zero to a hundred. Honestly, <laughs> like seriously. Because sometimes it's not that people just think, oh, these things are not available. Sometimes you don't even need to be qualified. You just you just need to be there. Like also, you even forgot to talk about the diversity scholarship we got upon admission. Yeah. So, you know, they they have would, yeah, they have. So our total cost of admission was about $83,000. Like 60. 
63, no. just tuition. Yeah, just tuition, yes, about 60. And then but thought, one living, yeah. it was like 85. Yes, and we got 35,000 off initially after admission. And they'll tell you merit and all. And that's what I said in my previous episode. I think I talked about this. That yes, a lot of these things might be affirmative action, whatever, whatever. But if still you were not even qualified, you won't even be considered still for the affirmative action that allows that minorities are considered for everything, blah, blah, blah. I don't even care. Please, let me be a minority. If this is the reason why I've come to this world as black, so that they will be favoring me and everything. I I don't even care. Anything you want to come. If like come with diversity higher. (laughs) Diversity and um, Admission, whatever that's your business, but look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to be black. It's easy <laughs> if you can be black, please be black. Anyway, oh god, I, I hope this doesn't come off wrong. But anyway, <laughs> I said that to say that. Um, so after I've been getting that, then I came into the school, like you said, and I heard that. So I did a three semester program, you did a two semester because yeah. I wanted the internship, blah blah blah. I've, I've shared this before, and then I heard that the Institute of African Development in, in Cornell would give African. Students that is African students who had yeah, African students, so you only had one passport. So, of course, I had Nigerian passport, Grace had a random passport, no other no US passport, no exactly. And that they would waive your tuition, so they would tell your college to pay off the tuition yeah. based on your degree and all that. Then, and the time I applied, that was when I had my worst grade during spring semester. I remember I won't be scared that Jesus Christ with this C plus with four <laughs> units on my, on my grade, can I qualify? I didn't care, I applied. I remember, and like you said, it was also back and forth because they had discontinued that scholarship for what? The whole of 2020? No, 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 not for 10 years, for 2020 because of COVID. And I had kept applying. Like, I did not give up. Perseverance. That is a life core value to have. Perseverance and persistence. I was like, that 30,000. What what does it cost me? Email? I will email you. <laughs> because as I will follow up, that, what's done? There's nothing there. We will on top free Wi-Fi. I will do it. Trust me. And then I remember the first time I eventually met the woman who was in charge of disbursing this phone. She told me, so you are this, you are the persistent girl. Wow. 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 Like, so I, and, she, and then she said, Your, the College of Engineering has even stopped giving waivers. They used to stop sending waivers to them because they refused to pay. That she's so surprised they did it for me. I said, my, my God doesn't wear flip-flop. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that's how we got it. So we said that to say that, like, always be on the lookout for these things. Like, they exist. They do exist. And that's why you should also have friends. Like, be open. Don't hide. Don't be holding information. something that I've also, like... Uh, like seen in the US, sometimes people they just don't want to share information. I, let's never go into that, please. Because if I really show my true self on this podcast, <laughs> let's why not come and say that I'm giving a speech. <laughs> anyway, and then of course I told Grace, I shared it with every black person in my program. They are giving IED funding, they will waive your tuition. Go and find out, you know. And that's how Grace to God has waived. Yes. And now we have no loans or debt, you know, Mm-mm. at Mm-mm. upon Do graduation. No, no. <laughs> Oh, we're sick. Are you ready to work? Yes. <laughs> and then even the five of us are five African sisters, you know. We're, so we're also another five group of friends. None of us, and even from the law school. Shout out to Shout out Avna, Daryl. You and that. Yes. No loans. So please always be on the lookout. So this brings us to the end of part one. So now we're going into the main reason why we are recording this episode. Our job hunting stories. How did we get here? What jobs did you apply for? Yeah. So that's going to be all in part two. Please make sure to check it out. If you enjoyed this one, let us know on Instagram. Let us know and everywhere. Grace, where can they find you if they uh, need to reach out to oh, you? Oh, thank you, Tolu. <laughs> 
Um, they can find me on Instagram, so I use at Gracious Grace, mm-hmm. and on Facebook is my full name, Grace Imanario. If people want to connect more professionally, I'm also on LinkedIn. Yes, Grace Imanario, you will find me. Yeah, um, and I believe Tolu will tag me, so you can yeah. find my links. Exactly, and guys, my music mm-hmm. is on YouTube. Yeah, wait, who care? I'm gonna I'm share that <laughs> now, and I'm I was gonna say that. Please don't miss part two because I'm going to ask her to sing a line from her chorus of her of her newest single, of her busting single. That's 7,000 views. So please make sure to check out part two. Because <laughs> I'm sorry if this podcast might be, this episode is everywhere. I mean, hello, I'm interviewing with my friend, my sister. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we have every and anything to talk about. Anyway, let me not take much longer of your time. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you in part two. And remember, if we can do it, you can do it too. Thank see you, you guys. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you.